The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Please rise up. Let's read the Bible again. Luke chapter 15. We are starting a series, or we started a series during the course of the first, well, really we are just starting today, but we're still laying the foundation during the week. We've themed it Colors of Favor. Colors of Favor. Um, I studied literature in school and I really liked it. It was one of the subjects I um, did quite well in. And when I started studying the Bible for myself, one of the things that struck me was the, the fact that God, before anybody knew literature, before anybody knew, before people came up with phrases like oxymoron and metaphors and similes and themes, it's remarkable that God that wrote the Bible used literature in writing scriptures. So the phrase colors of favor, it's just literature. When, when you use like that, we are trying to say favor has a color. And the point is that what colors help you to do is they, they help you to, at a glance, see what we are talking about. Many people struggle with the things we teach in church because they make it too abstract. If you came here yesterday for the couple's gig, the first thing that would strike you was the colors, the way the auditorium was decorated. The yellow was standing out, the purple was standing out. And that, just by seeing those colors, you know something different is happening. And it's important that everybody knows that the color of favor is red, the primary color. Again, I'm trying to do literature here. <laughs> it's the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15. Um, let's read from verse 11, the parable of the lost son. Very familiar text. Then Jesus said, I read, you listen. <laughs> you can read quietly to yourself if you need to read. A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of the goods that fall to me. So the father divided to them his livelihood to both the sons. Not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there he wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Let everyone that feels you are in want or the economic hardship in the land is putting um, unwanted pressure on you, please listen very carefully to this story and learn from what Jesus is trying to teach. This is a parable. It's talking about our relationship with God. Verse 15, he went and joined himself to the citizen of that country and he sent him to his fields to feed swine. And they will gladly have filled the stomach with the pods that the swine ate. No one gave him anything. That did not work out. But when he came to himself, verse 17, 
It's always important for us to come to ourselves, a point of reckoning. He said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise. I will go to my father. When he went to the world, it didn't work out for him. But he came to himself. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and before you, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose. Praise the Lord. And he came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Verse 22, but the father said to the servants, bring out the best robe, put it on him. Put the ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead. It's amazing what God calls death. Death is not that you have stopped breathing. Death is not that you are six feet deep. Death is that you are separated from the Father. You are in another kingdom, a far country. You've not yet come to the grasp that in this kingdom we serve. You are in a place where you are just doing for yourself. That's what he refers to as death here. But thank God he has now come back home. Hallelujah. He was dead and is alive again. He was lost. And now he is found. And they began to be merry. May you ever have reasons to be merry all your days in the name of Jesus. May the favor of God trigger unending seasons of being merry in your life in the name of Jesus. Father, speak your word to us again. Help us one and all in Jesus' mighty name. Please take your seats. Hallelujah. What is favor? Let me start from there this morning to ensure that we are all on the same page. We've taught extensively of favor in this church. We've taught it many, many times. We keep teaching it. We've told you that another word for favor in the Bible is grace. Um, Those words are used interchangeably in the scriptures. And what Jesus brought, John chapter 1 verse 16 is grace. Um, John said the law came through Moses, but grace and truth, favor and truth came through Christ Jesus. That story there epitomizes, um, or it, it, it details what Jesus has now brought for us in our walk with God. The story of the lost son, or the parable of the lost son. And what that guy had with his father was favor. Notice that even when he was dead, when he was in a far country, when he had gone away from the father, when he wasn't living 
based on the method of operation of his father's house any longer. When he wasn't practicing kingdom life any longer, he never lost his favor. Hallelujah. He never lost his favor with his father. The favor was always there. The only thing was he was not positioned to receive it. He wasn't positioned to enjoy it. Glory be to God. So even before we define favor, I want to remind you again, you have favor with God. Every one of us here has favor with God. Except you are not a son. Except you are not born again. And even at that, there is still a measure of favor that God shows you. As long, if you're a human being, you have favor with God on a level. When you become a son like this guy, see, the, the prodigal son talked about the servants in his father's house. He said, even the, the servants have something to eat. So even the servants had a measure of favor. But we are not servants. This is what Jesus is teaching us here. We are now sons. And whether we are in the Father's house or not in the Father's house, whether we are in the Father's kingdom or not in the Father's kingdom, whether we are living the way the Father wants us to live or not living the way the Father wants us to live, our favor is still intact. Can I hear a loud hallelujah? That boy lost everything, but he never lost his favor with his father. Glory be to God. Man, if you can catch that, you can bounce back from every failure. That's what the Bible said when he said when he came to himself. Let me hear someone shout three times this morning, I have favor with God. Second time, the loudest you can. If I can convince you of that truth, I have helped you for the rest of eternity. Doesn't matter what you have done, no, or what you have not done. <laughs> Glory be to God. It doesn't matter where you are or where you are not. It doesn't matter what you have or what you don't have. As long as you are a son, as long as you are born again, as long as you are a child of God, you have favor with God. Man, that is the gospel. If you can know that, you see, I've been saying all week long, we are not trying to teach Christians how to beg God for favor or how to come and, um, you see, we use that phrase, obtain favor, find favor. You need to be careful how you interpret what we are saying. We are not saying you don't have favor. You see in the Bible, the Bible said Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God. You need to understand what that means. It's not like when he was 10 years old, God gave him 10 favor. Then when he became 15, God now gave him 20 favor. And when he was now 30, God now gave him 30 favor, and God still had 70. No. The father divided his livelihood, everything, to the children. From day zero, God gave you 100% of his favor. Amen. So when we are saying you are growing in favor or you are finding favor or you are obtaining favor, we are saying that you are growing in the manifestation of it. You are now learning how to properly position yourself so that you can activate it and leave it on a higher level in your life. Glory be to God. But that you have it, you have it as a birthright. From day zero that you became a son, 
Can I hear a loud amen? Amen. You have favor with God. You can lose the money. You can lose yourself. But you can never lose your favor with God. So what is favor? It is simply God's excessive goodness and kindness. Excessive must be emphasized. Excessive goodness and kindness. Ah, you mean after you have squandered all my goods, on riotous living? His older brother said he was sleeping with Harlot. I don't know how we figured that one out. But let's even grant him. You mean after he has done that, you are still giving him the robe? You mean after he has messed up, you are still giving him the ring? Excessive goodness and kindness towards us. Goodness alone doesn't define it. You will miss it. Goodness is a good word. Kindness alone doesn't define it. Excessive. It is too good to be true. Too good to be true. What is favor? I have three simple definitions here. And this still doesn't cover it, but it gives us ample room to work with. It is unfair partiality. Unfair partiality. The older son came, if you read the story further, he said, I have been serving in this house. You never gave me a kid. And now that this your son has come back, you have killed the fatted calf. Ah, father, yeah, a bad father. Unfairly partial. What God will not do for other people, the third definition is preferential treatment. I love that text. That's why I gave you that text that we prayed in Deuteronomy 23. Most blessed among sons. Hallelujah. Preferential treatment. The fatted calf they will not give the older brother they will give me. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, the older brother too has it too. See, that's the mystery about God. After he divided his livelihood to two, and the younger son went with his own portion and lost everything. My question is, where did they get the ring that they gave him? It's an eternal um, deposit God has. You take your own, there's still my own there. I take my own, there's still enough for everybody. We can never exhaust this. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. So God can treat this guy specially and in the same vein, treat this guy and treat all of us specially. Glory be to God. Excessive goodness and kindness, unfair partiality. Have you ever met people that look as if, uh-uh, what God is doing in this person's life is more than what God is doing in my own life? Anybody like that? Or am I the only one? Eh? I mean, I look at some ministers and some ministries. Is it not the same Holy Ghost we are praying to? Is it not the same Bible we are reading? <laughs> Hello, somebody. Uh-uh. Why is my life like this? <laughs> it's because of favor. Unfair partiality. 
Now, it's important you know you have that. Glory be to God. And your brother too has it. And your sister too has it. And it is the person that knows how to position. My drama too is getting too much stuff. Position yourself. That's the person that will enjoy it. The older boy did not position himself well. He has it too. Hello? For a while, the younger boy too did not position himself. He has it all. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I keep telling you in church, pursuit, pursuit is a positioning. If that boy stayed in the pig, um, pigs, where the, the pig farm, and he was trying to struggle to survive. You know, Christians that struggle to survive. Don't move too much. They won't know I'm talking about you. Without a consciousness of what you have with your father. If that boy did not come to himself, he said he came to himself, and I know what, I, I will go to my father. If he did not come to his father, glory be to God, the favor he had, hallelujah, he wouldn't have enjoyed it. Like his older brother, that was with the father, even serving, quote and unquote, with the father, but still not rightly positioned. Glory, glory be to God. So what we want you to learn this season as we talk about the colors of favor. That number one, you have favor with God. And number two, ne never allow, hey, I'm in a, I'm in a pig stein. I have this challenge. And you now start doubting whether you have favor with God. Somebody say to Fiapa. Say, I always have favor with God. Let's define it. I always have excessive goodness and kindness with God. I always have preferential treatment with God. I always have unfair partiality with God. If they will not kill fatted calf for anybody, they will kill it for me. I love that testimony they read to us today. It's not everybody that applies to go to Canada that gets it too. Amen. It's not everybody that applies for a job as an immigrant. While you're in Nigeria, they give the job four times your present income. When they said, only you. Only you. But you see, when you know you have favor with God, you will do only me kind of things. Only me kind of things. Somebody say, I have that with God. Once you are convinced about that, now learn how to respond. That's how, you, how to respond to favor. So the younger boy responded to favor. He didn't really know what he was doing, if we really read the story. But the, nevertheless, he responded, I will go to my father. And I will repent of my sin. Oh, but all he needed to do was just to come. The Bible said the father saw him from afar and ran to meet him. Favor is coming to overtake somebody this season. Somebody, as you go deeper, favor is coming to overwhelm your life. The fatted calf you have lost, favor is bringing it back. Amen. The robes that life have taken from you, favor is bringing them back. Amen. As you respond. That, that's what we are teaching. And if you are with us during the course of the week, one major thing we want to focus on is teaching you how to make spiritual investments. Purposeful spiritual investments. 
Now, let me quickly close, close. Please, I want you to understand. And with the story we just read as a backdrop, with the story, because we're going to pray this morning. Somebody that needs to return to the Father is going to return to the Father. Can I hear a loud amen? Amen. Somebody that is in the house with the Father already, you have not gone anywhere, but you are doing like the older brother. Even though you are in the house, you are not really positioned to favor. It's your labor that you are trying to bring before God. Hey, I've served you all day. Like, mm, you are going to reposition. Because God's desire is, desire is for this favor to be coloring in everybody's life. Hallelujah. Colors of favor. In your finances, color of favor. In your marriage, color of favor. Hallelujah. In your singleness, colored by favor. We are praying tomorrow morning, every first Monday of the month. We pray concerning the work of our hands. We've themed it colored by favor. May your business be colored by favor. May your career be colored by favor. May your finances be colored by favor. Because that's what that boy enjoyed. Came back, covered in pig's time. Lost everything, but God just took out his favor brush. And start coloring him. Give him the robe back. Give him the sandals back. Give him the ring back. Bring the fatted calf. And forever his story changed. I prophesy over someone under the sound of my voice. By reason of God's excessive kindness, your story changes forever. Please, my final point before we begin to pray this morning as we approach the communal table. Please catch this, catch this. Favor is miraculous. Favor is miraculous. What you can't do in your own power, when you turn to favor, favor will deliver it for you. What you have lost, what you have been struggling to get, what nobody in this world will give you. The boy went to meet someone in a strange land. They didn't give him anything. What people cannot do for you, favor will do for you. What the natural cannot deliver in your life, God's favor will deliver it. Favor is miraculous. This is also a miracle service. I will go to my father. The miracle I desire, it's available in his favor towards me. The blessing I want to walk in, my father can give it to me. Even the servants are not hungry. I will, what I have struggled all my life, I have toiled all night, I found nothing. I will go to my father. Somebody is walking out of this place with a miracle from heaven this morning. He said, Pastor, how do you know? By favor. I'm not going to try to do anything. I'm just going to look to Jesus for favor. Glory be to God. Just going to look to Jesus and believe that excessive goodness and kindness is my portion. Glory be to God. Unfair partiality is my portion. What will take people 10 years, God will give me in one month. So that prophecy is still available it was read in the testimony. They believed it and they held on to it. Labor of 30 years to be delivered in three months. This is the second month. Oh. Glory be to God. Second month. New things will come out in my life by favor. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet this morning. How many will say this morning I will go to my father? I will go to my father. 
I will go to my father. Listen, there are three categories of his children. There are those that are like the younger son out there in another kingdom. You need to say, I will go to my father. There are those that are not out there in the kingdom. They are in the father's house, but they are not thinking like the father, the older brother. You need to say, I will go to the father. And there are those that are like the younger son after he returned. Imagine if that boy the following morning now said, ah, the father has forgiven me. Let me take my inheritance again and go back to where I came from. Is that what's God's plan? So after we are fully restored, God wants us to sustain the house and say, I will go to my father. You are in one of these three categories. Are you with me? Yes, you are either like the younger son that you have lost your way, you need to come back, or you need to be conscious of this morning is I have favor with God, and my prayer is I will go to my father. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Or you are the older son. You are in the house quite all right, but we can't see any color of favor anywhere. Because though you are in the house, you are not thinking and acting like someone in the house. Your own prayer too is not condemnation. Your prayer is what? I will. I can't hear you. I will. Or thirdly, you are like the restored younger son. Your prayer too is what? I will go to my father. Don't go back to that place where you came from. So I don't know where you are. I don't know what your first four months have been like. But I have good news for you, whoever you are this morning. You have favor with God. Hallelujah. You have favor with God. You have excessive goodness and kindness available with God. And all you need to do is to lift your hands with us this morning. I will go to my Father. Open your mouth and begin to pray where you are. I will go to my father. I will go to my father. Kanama Shakata. I will go to my father. That financial problem, the favor of God can handle it. I will go to my father. I will go to my father. Payanama Shakata. I will go to my father. HOP, please come. I will go to my father. Mayakata, pray. Kedabashandegedevrosa. Come on, lift your voice and pray. Pastors, communion table. We consecrate these elements as the body and the blood of Jesus. We activate every ounce of favor they carry. Every miracle of favor, every blessing of favor. According to the needs represented in the house. As we cry, I will go to my father. I will turn to my father. I will look to my father. I will believe in my father. I will hope in my father. Whatever the cry is, let favor carried in the blood. Let it be activated for one and for all today in the name of Jesus. Pastors, please just take your positions. You don't need to pray. Someone needs to come and attend to the music, people. I will go to my father. Congregation, lift your voice. Embrace the father's love. Embrace the father's love. If you are out of position, get into position. If you are lost, wandering somewhere in the world, Make up your mind. I don't have to live without favor. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 
810 0 0 0 0 640. 